0: Hey guys, Paul Ruddick here. Welcome back to another edition of the Baseball Dad Show. In this episode, we're going to talk about switching teams. Now, this one, i got to be honest, is is one that's still to this day, it's it's kind of like weirder to me. Um, it's foreign because I came up during a time, I'm 47 years old, where this like wasn't a thing. Not only was it not a thing, it wasn't really talked about, it wasn't done because it kind of wasn't an option. You know, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably remember you tried out for Little League or Town Ball and you got drafted into T-Ball or selected for your T-Ball team. And then you moved up maybe to the minors, which is what it was in Union, New Jersey, and then the majors. So you probably played on like three teams during your Little League career. And then you tried out for Babe Ruth and you got picked by a Babe Ruth team and you played on that team for like three years. And then you went to high school and you played on the high school team and then the summer team was usually attached to the high school or to your town so they're just kind of that's the way you kind of played and so like it wasn't really even thought of that someone would switch teams and I remember like my dad was either on like the board or their committee or something at the little league and I remember vaguely like a kid wanting to switch teams and I remember it being like a process like the parents had to come in and talk to the the board or whatever it was and like they had to vote it was like a you know like can you believe this person even wants to do this right but now it can happen tomorrow you could take your kid off a team today and you could put them on another team tomorrow and not only is it done it's you know done a lot it's often done the wrong way and it's often done very short-sighted so when a parent or a player comes to me with this situation like should i switch teams or i'm going to switch teams or whatever the situation is part of my job is for the for the, the dads and the coaches and the players that i mentor my job is not to tell them what to do because i can't i couldn't possibly tell anyone what to do i don't i'm not there right i don't know the the circumstances beyond what they tell me but my job is to really to help them see things clearly and psychology 101 is there's two kind of you know, minds we can get in. There's an emotional mind and there's a rational mind. And where those two meet is usually what you would call wisdom. And oftentimes we make the decision to switch teams while we're in our emotional mind. So as often has been done for me, um, what I try and do as a mentor is to be the rational mind and to really present a larger view so that they're not making an emotional decision and they're making the right long-term decision for their son. So part of the reason is I'm I'm first asking why, right? And I'm just going to kind of preface this, like in no way, shape or form should any player or family be in an environment where there's an abusive coach right so you know it'd be pretty rare to have a physically abusive coach these days but there are certainly verbally abusive and and mentally abusive coaches Um, now having said that I've had a lot of people come to me over the years and say this coach is verbally and mentally abusive to my son and then when I kind of heard the story you know when when they tell me what happened I was like I think you're you're dialing that up. I think you're emotional about what happened. You're kind of dialing that up, and is, and again, I'm very very sensitive. Someone who was abused myself, as, as a as a young man, um, I'm 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 very very sensitive to those issues. But also too, I want to make sure that people are looking at them rationally. So if there's truly truly an abusive situation going on, then yes, you should remove your son from the situation. Um, but oftentimes is something happens or there's a pattern of something happening and and the parent the player are very emotional right and so what they're usually emotional about is is a few different things like they're emotional about the circumstances like they either think that their kid should be playing more or playing a, a, a different position or playing ahead of another kid or hitting at a different spot in the order or pitching more or pitching in certain types of games and there's this kind of there's this you know disagreement between, um, what's happening on the field and what the parent, the father think should be happening. So in this situation, what I'm always pushing people towards is, are you sure, right? I have two sons. They're the most perfect things I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I, 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 I get it. You know, I get it. I get it. Especially too, if your kid has some talent and he has some passion and maybe you're seeing things differently, I'll tell you this. Most dads that I speak to have an exaggerated view of their son's potential and their son's ability. That doesn't mean that it's that their son can't have a great career or won't have a great career. It's just that they're they're not seeing things clearly. And they're seeing things through the lens of this emotional dad who thinks his kid has potential and maybe thinks his kid should be in a different circumstance. So number one is... I want, to, I, want to, I want them to get an outside opinion. I want them to get um, a, another viewpoint. And another dad or parent on the team is not a, a, a solid viewpoint. Because what you want to go to is a baseball expert. And I don't even care. Even if you played high school, you played college, whatever, you cannot be an expert, an objective expert on your own kid. And so what you want is to have somebody who can give you an objective opinion. So here's what I tell people to do, and I've had lots of people do it. I think you should, you know, pick a spot maybe an hour or two hours away from your home, maybe a baseball academy, somebody that doesn't have a horse in the race, right? And call the owner of that baseball academy and say, you know, my son's in this situation. I want to get an honest opinion of his ability. Now, why would you do that? Because, look, if you take him to his travel ball coach or you take him to a local academy that maybe thinks, oh, you could come and sign up for our program so we'll tell you you're great or whatever, you, there's, there's just always going to be like, do they see me as a prospect? Do they see me as a potential player in a team? Do they want to just fit me into a mold if it's a coach saying your son has this potential because that's what works out better for his roster? If you go an hour or two away from your house, you could tell the guy, look, we live an hour away. We obviously can't come here. That's the reason why we are coming here is because we want to just get a straightforward, honest opinion of his abilities. Now, that will help, okay? That will help. Now, so when it comes to that, let's say you're going to make the decision to move off the team because of circumstance. Let's say you go get the evaluation and, you know, it comes back, yes, your kid's a star or it comes back, your kid's not a star, whatever it is, doesn't matter, but you're going to make the move. I want you to look both long-term and short-term. So short-term, it maybe can relieve some tension, can relieve some pain, can maybe relieve some, some of those emotions, some of those you know, negative feelings we have from emotions that um, can come around that. But I also, in the rational mind, I want you to think long-term. And long-term is you have to understand that you are now setting a precedent. And this is one that just puts dads back on their heels they didn't even think of it, especially when they're emotional you're setting a precedent for how things are going to go if things aren't going the way you want and that precedent is if if we don't like the way this is going, we're just going to quit or we're going to move to somewhere where it's going better now sometimes that could be a good situation you know like we've probably all moved jobs or or, or even moved where we live because we, we want a better situation. But baseball is not necessarily a job and where we live. Baseball is a very temporary situation. And there's usually an out clause fairly soon, right? There's usually an ending that will come in the next few months, right? So what I would suggest you look at is, is this a good long-term or short-term decision? And will he ever be faced with this situation again? Will he ever be faced in a job that he's going to have circumstances that he doesn't, maybe doesn't like? And he can't leave because he has responsibilities to his family or responsibilities to, you know, college funds and mortgages and so on and so forth. But if we're setting this precedent, you have someone who will jump from thing to thing to thing. And long term, that will cost them. There are college kids today. i i I see even in high school now they jump from school they, they they start their freshman year at one school they don't like the way it's going they hop to another school and all of a sudden they got the same problem there and then they hop to a third school and they just never get their footing it happens in college too except college there's some rules that kind of prevent players from bouncing around but i've seen players just make an emotional reaction because of their college team and either have to wait a year to play or they just they bounce around and they kind of they kind of are filed away by college coaches or this is a kid that maybe if he comes in for a year he fills a role or whatever and you know we're not going to build around him because he, if he doesn't like the way it's going he's just going to leave and so it can, it can create an insecure footing for a player jumping from team to team to team now let's say you do jump I want to make sure that parents are very aware because I've, I've dealt with a lot of players who've jumped from one team to another. If the same situation happens at the second team, there's one common denominator. And that maybe you didn't look at it clearly. So that's circumstantial. Now, what happens if it comes down to the coach? What if he just doesn't like the coach? Well, you know, um, again, barring an abusive situation, if he doesn't, get a, doesn't really like the coach, Is he ever going to have to work for a boss he doesn't like? Is he ever ever going to work for a manager that he doesn't like? That he doesn't get along with? That he has a different vision than? of? Yeah. Yeah. And when is he going to learn that? When is he going to be in a situation where you have to say to him, like, look, you might work for a long time for someone that you don't like, a boss you don't like, and you might not have a lot of choice of whether you can move or not. And you might have to learn to deal with it. You know, you might be in a position that you don't like, but that, that, you know, there's also too part of it when we're not seeing our abilities clearly, and maybe you are not saying you're not, but when we're not, when we're not seeing it clearly, it always looks greener on the other side. And the worst thing in the world is talking to a a father who moves his kid on a team and goes, this situation is worse than the last one because they just were so fed up with what was going on. So I could go on and on and on and on about this. But what I want you to look at is, number one, are you looking at it rationally and not emotionally? In between those two is is wisdom. Are you, are you looking at his abilities accurately? Are you looking at the situation accurately? Are you looking at even the timing of the situation? Like, is this a situation that, you know, a couple of months from now, we can move to another team when it's over? The last bit of advice I'll give you is never put baseball ahead of life. Baseball is a very temporary thing he's doing with his life right now. Even if he does it until he he's, you know, finishes a college career, which would be great. right? If he stops playing at 18 or 22, he's going to live you know, in this day and age probably another 80 years. Not going to be a baseball player. It's going to be very temporary. But the lessons he learns will be permanent. So if he runs because he just doesn't like the situation... Um, that's going to set a precedent if he runs because he doesn't like the people he's working with, that's going to set a precedent if he's constantly moving because he's, you know, if, if you're making baseball more important than the life lessons, you know, so I, there's to think of like, is it best for him to to stay on the team to finish what he started and keep his commitment barring an abusive situation? Yes, I do believe it is. Is it better for him to learn to work with a coach that maybe he doesn't like? Yes, I think, it, I think it's worth it for the three, six months, whatever you're going to be playing. Yes, I, I think it is. Is it worth it for him to maybe accept a role on a team that maybe is not perfect for him? Yes, I think it is. I think there is something to be to put the team ahead of yourself and to be able to fit your role on the team because whatever he steps off into the real world, whatever his first profession is, I promise you he probably won't jump into the starting role his first day in his profession. He's going to learn, He's going to have to learn to work as a team. And again, I'll just just looking at the emotional and the rational and just thinking long term or short term. And players who set this precedent, they get a label on them, they get a label on them really fast. So these are just things to consider, things to directions to point into. Um, and places to look so um, if I can help with this or anything please you just let me know I'd be happy to um, head on over to baseball dad show there's lots of cool stuff for you over there and uh, lots of cool stuff you can download as well that can help you kind of on this journey uh, of amateur baseball so thanks for listening guys and I'll see you next week hey it's Paul Reddick thanks so much for listening to the show I really appreciate it I want to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads and I would love for you to check it out you can go to baseballdadsbook.com All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's BaseballDadsBook.com. Thanks.